They say in the time of war that dragons roamed the lands, that their magic was everywhere, that they led people, protected the people, taught everyone how to use magic, what it could be. But when the time of war ended, the dragons left. I think it's about time they returned. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fae Forge Academy. I am your DM, Steven, and with me today, we have Kai. Hi, it's Kai. Emily. Hey. Ian. Hey everybody. Adelaide. Howdy. And Michael. Yo, what it do is Michael. Ooh, ooh. Oh, hi. <laughs> you know I love that voice. You I know need I to go play down. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested in joining our Patreon and hearing Michael talk like that, uh, just kidding. We don't have we don't have any of that yet. Can we? Because then I would I I would get premium. Please. <laughs> Bedtime stories with Michael. Yes, please. Am I really putting people to bed, or am I putting people to bed? Let's. <laughs> Before we get started, a couple things. One, uh, we are affiliated with both Greenleaf Geek and found familiar coffee so um if you go to either of their websites greenleafgeek.com or foundfamiliar.com and use the code fayforge on checkout both of those you get 10 percent off your orders uh though with greenleaf geek that does not apply to custom handmade sets uh, but that's a really awesome way to support us um as we get a little bit of a kickback from that uh, but also some really great um indie creators um and small coffee roasters um that are a pretty big part of the ttrpg community um so those are those are two fantastic they have really humans. good coffee like really is, good coffee is real good um there's also um affiliate links below in our show notes if you want to check those out uh we also have a patreon uh if you go to patreon.com slash fayforge academy uh, we have some um lore episodes we've got um bedtime stories with brina which are fairy tales that are set in avastria they might be true they might not be true who knows they're fairy tales uh but they are all canon um and some of them actually connect to our main storyline and some of our characters, which is a lot of fun. Uh, and we've got some subclasses, one that CP wrote, one that I wrote, um, and a few other things on there for, for you if you're patrons. And that's a huge way to help support us uh, as well as uh, give us the opportunity to make new, more, and better content. Um, and last but not least, um, I know if you don't listen to this on iTunes, this, is, this takes a couple extra steps, um, but if you would go to um, iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review, that's a huge deal for us. Um, and those of you who have, we really, really appreciate it. Um, not only are the words super encouraging to us, but the way algorithms work, it really does help us help put us on more people's screens when they search for D and D podcasts and, and such. Um, because there are a lot of actual play podcasts. I don't know if you're aware <laughs> there's, you know, it's like the cool thing to do is make a podcast. But with that, um, Let's head to uh, the Fae Forge Academy, or, or a town just outside.
The Festival of the Two Moons is being celebrated in the town of Varen Hollow, about four hours south of the Fay Forge Academy. A group of music students invited, invited our students to head down to enjoy the festival for the weekend. While at the festival, Rain chased down some pirates looking for advice, and Captain Deer of Valens of the Azure Dragon gave Ariadne a strange book that seemed to have belonged to Solon in the Shadow. The book contained magic and hints of what happened long ago in the time of lore, and had clues about the court of Sala being infiltrated. Quite concerning to our Valkyrie Ariadne. The next day, as you awakened the by a town excited for celebrations ahead, uh, the students decided to participate in the hunting of the Valinor Steed, a tradition where the first to bond with the Celestial Seed is proclaimed the herald of the festival. In their pursuit, they found the Steed, who was thoroughly unimpressed by them, uh, so they set off looking for ways to impress him, uh, with the goal of investigating strange laughter and mischief at a nearby cave. And we're going to jump away, though, uh, from Varen Hollow for a minute to Sepia. Sepia, it's a quiet morning at the Fay Forge Academy uh, as you wake up. And it's actually not noise that, that wakes you up this morning. Uh, you have some, some particularly rowdy roommates, uh, typically. But this morning, it's silent. There's no cause banging around on an instrument or rain just being excited, fluttering around. Ariadne's not telling Ashrin that she needs to do her homework. No smells of Besky's cooking. Just silence with the occasional croak from gum. Uh, you know that your, your friends all decided to head out to Varen Hollow. And uh, as you awake, kind of right at the first, the first light, um, what do you want to do? Uh, so I think that Sepia is going to kind of try to go through the motions that she normally would in the morning. You know, she, she gets up and she walks out. I kind of ducks for a moment, expecting some uh, something to be like flying by her head as <laughs> as people are kind of uh, being rambunctious. There's nothing there, and uh, shuffles into the, the kitchen, ready to pick up uh, a bowl of stew or cinnamon rolls or whatever it was that Besky had made this morning. And there's nothing, and she kind of like rummages through the cupboards and finds some like leftover bread and just starts chewing like a piece of plain just <laughs> yeah. some stale bread, <laughs> stale white toast, and being like, "This is." basically is good right and just kind of like stares off blankly into the distance <laughs> and you know continues like trying to get ready for the day and eventually is just like you know i feel like going to the festival wouldn't be wouldn't be that bad i mean it could be fun and she's just continuing to like chew on this sad sad piece of bread <laughs> okay uh so so you decide to uh to pack up gum and head down to the festival it's about a four hour walk but you're getting a really really early start on the day the the morning is it's a little bit cool there's some some dew still on the on the the path um and you've actually never walked this way because of how you originally got to the Fay forge academy coming through these tree portals mm. what you notice is as you go south um kind of over time the trees get less fey for lack of better way of seeing it most of the trees around the Fay forge academy have these like purples and pinks and blues and greens all in their um leaves uh, and it is it is getting deeper into fall, and so as you as you walk, you see trees that actually have more traditional fall colors. Um, they're all like deciduous oak type type trees, but you get the oranges and reds um, of of a fall that you would be used to uh, back at home in Waterdeep. After about three and a half hours of walking, it's, it's we'll say it's only about it's it's like nine or nine thirty in the morning, so pretty early. Uh, you see. Um, this group of what would appear to be townsfolk, um, and you're still still in the forest on the path, run away screaming. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you hear some laughter, and and you kind of as you look into the trees where they're coming from. Uh, one of them says, "There was a cave, and and there's these little bat creatures, and I don't know what's happening. It's just it's probably dangerous. Watch out." Oh no! And then Sepia just starts walking in that direction. Uh, and as you walk, uh, you see uh, three three bodies that you recognize. Uh, you see Ashrin, you see Rain, kind of hovering, uh, and you see Ariadne. All kind of I won't I won't speak for the two two of you who are here, but they look they're looking out onto this cave. Ashrin and Ariadne. Uh, why don't you describe what Sepia would see as she approaches, as you're looking through, as 
Rain is looking through the eyes of this squirrel that you bullied. Oh no! Um, into investigating, <laughs> investigating the cave. Ashrin's arms are crossed. She's like tapping her foot. She's irritated at the squirrel. You know, she's kind of like doing that, like a little bit of stomping, in a, not in a circle, not necessarily stomping, but like heavy footfall pacing, kind of um, waiting to see what we find out. And Ariad, what would what would CPC? Uh, Ariadne has uh, the look of someone who has just thoroughly given up with their situation and isn't accepting. <laughs> just we're just this is it. This is it now. Um, but she's you know a, a little bit of fun too. At the same time, it's been a nice diversion hunting this this horse mm-hmm. thing. Um, less annoyed than the others are. Okay. Little distract a hint of distraction, but um. Yeah, kind of like at a loss of like I don't have any magic that could that can help us here. Like, what am I supposed to do? And you see, you see Rain kind of like almost looking around, like they are looking for something, uh, and they they turn around. Their eyes are are like almost white and glowing, and that drops out, and, and then you see their their normal their normal eyes, um, and they go, okay. So what I see in there is that there is a little. Sit th- Remember how we talked about there was some Seda shits doing some some nonsensical business around here? Well, I saw one of them, uh, and they're talking to these little gecko things, and um, as they were, they're flying around, it seems like he's setting a trap to scare people o- away. Um, and that's really all I got. Uh, oh, hello, hello, Sepia. Welcome. Are you going to help us hunt, hunt the horse? Uh, yeah, and Sepia, like, as this is happening, is kind of just shuffled up to the back of the group, trying to act like she's kind of just been there awkwardly. I'm mm-hmm. just like, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, the horse. Gotta get that horse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yes. Well, um, that's, that's all the information I, I, I got. What, uh, what, what, uh, what should we do? We need, we need a bigger, we need a bigger show, I think. Do you, do you have any hidden talents, Sepia? I don't <laughs> uh I mean probably I haven't really done everything that I can do I think but um if I was on like a scale of like 1 to 20 what level do you think of skill that I would have right now Uh well, you know um that's a good question <laughs> Skill would probably be about a, a 7th level skill Okay yeah I definitely have 7th level skills so I think that one of them could probably help us in this situation Do you think we should go into the cave and and make that Seda Stop, stop tormenting these poor little villagers trying to also find the steed. Yes, but where are our other friends? I mean, they were here, right? Are they supposed to be here or? Oh, Betsky's around somewhere. Uh, I'm actually not sure what causes. Not going to worry. So, uh, Besky, you are, you are also kind of in this contest uh, looking for this steed that kind of ran off into the forest. A bunch of different groups. Most of the town is involved in this. Uh, you are have paired up again with Ilya after having a really lovely evening of awkward, awkward flirting uh, at this concert, essentially, at, at Oddballs. Um, what do you think Besky would be doing in order to try to find this steed while simultaneously impressing Ilya? Damn, I actually... <laughs> Uh, when am I ever going to use this? I just like keep holding on to this one spell and I like never, ever, ever use it. I actually feel like, uh, yeah, I'm going to use this. I'm just trying to decide on who I'm going to use this on. Okay. I think I'm going to use it on myself. This is like the worst time to use this, but also the best (laughs) time to use this, which is very teenage. Like we should do this. So in the morning, as I'm getting ready, before I see Ilya, I am going to spend an hour and ten minutes, because that's what it specifies, mm. casting ceremony. Mm. <laughs> this is just like a like fantasy axe body spray ceremony. That's what it is. Yep, that's what it is. <laughs> You're damn right. It's called Nairine Spice is the the Oh boy. Yeah, it's the, the very memories. Musky, the memories. Yeah, exactly. That's, you know what I'm talking about. That's the spell components that you need uh <laughs> Yeah, that's it. So I'll read off what ceremony is. Um I should probably use this at a more important time when things are dire, but also 
this is dire to preteen. So here we go. Um, RP. Yes. Coming of age. You touch one humanoid who is a young adult for the next 24 hours. Whenever the, a target makes an ability check, it can roll a d4 and add the num number rolled to the ability check. A creature can only benefit from this right once. Okay. So that's All gonna right. happen. Coming of age. <laughs> Besky's voice drops. Um, hey. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I should have an aneurysm. <laughs> That's amazing. Why don't you describe what that might might look like? Or if or or do you think that's just more of like a confidence internal sort of thing? Mm -mm. I guess you'd probably go about because like you do need a component of the silver which I got from um from the, the forge. Yeah. Yeah. So it says uh, components VSM, 25 GP or gold pieces of uh, powdered silver. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? We're just going to go with the idea. He does mix it with uh, like a, a tincture that he got from Nairine that's like tincture slash cologne. Um, <laughs> and he's just going to start dabbing it onto himself. Um, I love it. Yep, yep. And as he does that, He's just gonna sit down with his book in front of him before, cause I, I right we like slept in a hotel and I imagine we had like separate rooms or mm -hmm. maybe I'm bunked. In, well, I would be bunked in with Cause, but I don't know where Cause is because he's not around right now, right? Apparently, cool. Well, then I'm by myself <laughs> in my room, and yeah, he just reads one of the things in his uh, grimoire, and you see the the pages kind of fly. You know, the Disney effect of, like, the golden, like, light spires going around. And he's like, okay, I think, um... I think I'm more enough adult now. I'm more of... <laughs> I, I think I'm more of a man. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Uh, he picks up and gathers his things and goes out and finds Ilya. So, Besky, as, as you um, meet up with Ilya and head out to this this thing she 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 looks at you and says uh, good morning Vesky did you did you sleep sleep good I had I had a lot of fun last night yeah me too um I slept okay um and like he did not sleep okay <laughs> <laughs> lies, lies, lies. <laughs> did not <laughs> you 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 smell nice is that is that a is that something from Nairine uh it's nothing special um I mean, yeah, uh, I, my uncle gave it to me, and I don't know, I just used it today, so, yeah, I'm glad your you like it. Your uncle's really nice, he, I'm in, I'm in one of his classes, um, he, he's helped, he's helped me a lot, he's, he seems like, like a good uncle, um, should we go, should we go do this, this steed, catch this horse thing? It'd be kind of cool to be like the heroes of the festival, right? Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay. uh, so y'all head out into the forest uh, as well. Uh, and cause how would you head out into this? Like what's, what's your morning look like after, after helping get, um, uh, get you <laughs> settled? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that Kaz's levitate spell didn't work exactly as intended. He's still getting used to the DOS loot and, uh, which is how he cast it. I'm gonna say he's probably spent a good portion of the evening trying to peel a extremely drunk Eevee off the ceiling, literally. <laughs> uh, there was definitely a lot of like, uh, I'm just like imagining like from like the outside of like the room, there's a lot of like banging and clanking and like dwarven swearing <laughs> and uh, Eevee like laughing, but then also crying. And then like, you know, uh, that, that, that probably was like a good portion of the evening. So Kaz is like, He's there downstairs. There's a downstairs? Yeah. There's a downstairs. He's downstairs. He's got like that like stare into the middle distance of a man who knows he now has to like get up and do things, even though he did not sleep at all last night. <laughs> like the birds are singing. He's not happy about it. He's got a mug of brickle root tea clasped in both hands. Uh, it's one of one of the dwarves that owns this place walks over and says, Is that is that brickle root tea? It's the only thing that's getting me through these days, I swear. It's been hard for us to find it to find anywhere that will will bring us some brickle root. Ah, uh, oh, s smells like home. Thank you. Bless you, Kaz says to a person. 
uh, <laughs> revive the tavern. Uh, Cause will share with the, the, what are the names again? Can you remind me? Oh, shit. No, that's fine. Uh, Grint and Dervag. <laughs> oh, look at you. So good with the notes. Cause will share with Grint that there are a number of extremely like lush and magically enhanced greenhouses at the academy, and uh, he's got a connection for someone who's growing brickle root. They don't really always tell us what they have at the academy. They just kind of bring stuff. Uh, I would love to. I'd love to get some brickle root. I really think it would be a hit, you know, because because we have coffee, but it's it's just not the same. Oh, coffeefy. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Well, uh, your friends left maybe an hour ago. They're, they're chasing the steed. You could probably go catch up with them. Uh, I think I will. Tell you what, you're right. The academy can be a bit tight-lipped with uh, what they've got on campus, but, uh, you know, just dwarf dwarf. It's, uh, I, I can't stand the thought of you sitting here drinking coffee. That's just, that's not right. It's just not <laughs> right. I'll make sure that, uh, I'll make sure we get you a package sent out to you. He says, oh, I, I appreciate it. I, I absolutely appreciate it. Um, Coswell two-fisted just or just not two what what one one mug two hands just down down that entire like <laughs> 20 ounce gulp of brickle root tea of caffeine right um. yeah like the end of his beer begins to curl a little bit and he stands up a little straighter and he's like well there's a horse that needs catching and then is going to <laughs> march out of that in uh in in the wrong direction and uh, will be corrected as he'll turn about and head off in the general direction of the rest of the party. Okay. Um, so Ariadne, Sepia, Ashrin, as you kind of wait and decide what your fates are, um, you you hear hear some footsteps, uh, a couple pairs of footsteps, uh, some some light teenage giggling, uh, as um, Besky and Ilya, you look around, are, are sort of behind you, and not long after you you see them, you hear uh, the 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 just the aura of Kaz um, approaching. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because I didn't bathe last night? Or you, what are you alluding to? Oh, just I imagine I imagine Kaz sort of maybe maybe subbing his tone a branch and cussing, singing songs, like kind of doing yeah, the whole he, thing. Just, he's got the he's got the loot out at this point for sure. Yeah. He's, getting, he's getting his spirits up. So all of you are together. Uh, Ilya says, "Oh, um, should we? Do you think your friends? They look like they have a plan. Should we go with them or should we? Should we go off on our own? Do you think?" Um, I like look at the group, look out to the forest, look out to the group, look at her, look out to the forest. <laughs> oh, oh, Besky, Besky, hello. Uh, hey. <laughs> Did you have a good time last night? Oh, okay. I guess we're joining them. Um, yeah, it was good. It was great. Right? I just say right and look over to Ilya. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very fun. We had, I mean, the music was great. Um. So much food. <laughs> Did you all see what happened with Thomas McFenn? That was hilarious. No? No idea who that is. No, not not really. Oh, no. You, I remember. Uh, Thomas McFenn, yeah. I was, what do you mean you don't remember? I was there. I was. We, we got uh, Don Jarius to, to make fun of him in front of the entire tavern. It was great. It was wonderful. It was the crowning moment of my... <laughs> no, no. Uh, you, you weren't there. Okay, you weren't there either. Wow. So, uh... Have you all, have you have you all seen the horse yet? No. Oh yes, we, we, we ran into him. Um he, he likes to be impressed and uh we're kind of at odds with how to impress him. Okay. Well what kind of things does he like? He's very picky. And kind of mean. Picky? Mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little self righteous, thinks he's better than everybody else. Uh mm-hmm. adverse patrons, another type. Alright. As this happens, you hear a scream come from the cave. Ah! That sounds like a scream. Uh, I mean, maybe we should go into the cave, or is it too unstable? I think we should go into the cave, right? I mean, it wouldn't be our first time going into a cave that we know nothing about, so... Yeah, we're cave experts at this point, I mean. All right, I'm going in. Also, the worst things that happened in cave... Anyway, uh, let's go. <laughs> so you're you're Besky's little friend, eh? Um, Kaz, be cool. Oh, I'm very cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm Ilya. You're you're Kaz. I've I've seen you around around campus. Ilya, yeah, I've, yeah. Cool. Besky talks about you all the time, all the time. <laughs> no, I yeah. I mean, yes. I 
she um as a drow she's got her pale skin but just like her cheeks get this like deep purple as this drow is blushing uh, <laughs> uh, 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 um it, it, it's not it's nice to, to yeah cause you're embarrassing us um <laughs> do you all you all go into into caves on on purpose oh my gosh i mean we're you know great a adventurers really besky i mean he's uh very brave, you know, extremely competent, this kind of thing. Isn't that right, Besky? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's me. <laughs> wow. Where is that freaking stat block? I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> she says, she says to herself. <laughs> Mutters in her breath, where is that fucking <laughs> she, she says, wow, I, um, I mean, I knew you all were, were brave. I've just never seen people, like, actually do like adventuring things this is really exciting it's much more exciting than just going to class yeah I'm- what, what do we do what do we do well class is very important don't don't forget about that <laughs> no I, I i i love class i've i mean I've, i'm top of my class right now in in the, the music department but seeing seeing what actually happens is is exciting yeah uh, uh the scream starts to get louder okay we're we're walking in following the scream how urgent does this scream sound uh, it's it's panicking. Oh, okay. It's a panicky scream. Yeah, I imagine the whole group like turns toward that to start walking, and like mm-hmm. when the scream happens, you know, as a preteen, you have to like plan your handholds correctly. This might not even be correct. Still gonna do it. Still might go for the handhold to act Both like handhold. we've got this. Like this is not the first rodeo Besky's been on to to go save someone or go into a cave. Roll me a charisma check. Hell yeah. Oh, I get to add plus four. He's going for the handhold. Well, this is a check. It's an ability. It's an ability check. Is it an ability check? Okay, okay, okay. It's an ability check, yeah. All right, charisma. Okay. You said charisma, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, So that's uh, 16, and I have to roll a d4. So 17 total. Yeah, as you reach out and and grab her hand, uh, she squeezes tightly. (laughs) Like, you can kind of feel a little bit of nervousness in her. Okay. Uh, I just do like the quick two squeezes back to like acknowledge that mm-hmm. I'm here. We're, we can do this. Uh, that's okay. it. No, it's non non nonverbal communication of trying to show confidence. I love it. There it is. Found him. Perfect. Um, so so as you as you enter in, the scream keeps keeps kind of ringing out. Um, give me give me an order that you're walking in. Really, I just need to know who's in the front. Honestly, Cause will be in the front. Okay, uh, give me a perceptions check, cause. Um, you have you have dark vision. I do. I have okay. dwarf uh, vision. It will still be at disadvantage as this cave is pretty dark. And I shall roll twice and get something that is less than a nine. Aha! I predicted it correctly. I got a seven. Okay. Uh, you don't really see much. The cave is pretty straightforward. There's a lot of like echoing noises, and as you step in, this swarm of these like bat geckos, essentially. Ugh. They are blue and black with these beady yellow eyes flies down at you. And I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. Roll initiative. Bat geckos. Is initiative ability check? I never it know. Is. It okay, is. Okay, tight. Sick. Sick. Oh, yeah. That's about right. I rolled a big old fat one for a three. Ooh. Nice. Thank you. Oh, nat 20 in the initiative roll. Okay, so Ashrin was a three. Yeah. Uh, Besky five. Ariadne was a 21. Yep. Nice. Besky was a five. Uh, what, is, what did Kaz get? Kaz got a 10. A 10. And Sepia? 18. 18. As uh, Kaz was not able to see what was happening, uh, these this swarm of creatures is going to get a basically a surprise round so these creatures they start like almost like it's not quite echolocation it's this really high-pitched screech though uh, besky you hear you feel Il- Ilya. wait do you say they're flying geckos essentially yeah is it gecko location you have whatever the opposite of inspiration is <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> no you're not besky you you Ilya's grip on your hand tightens um, where you're like, you're like losing feeling in your fingers. Almost Uh, you hear her gasp uh, cause these creatures come towards you first. Um, (laughs) Naturally. uh, 
these this high pitched screech coming at you, uh, and they will. Doo, doo, doo. My armor is a healthy thirteen. Okay, so twenty one will hit you. Oh yeah. Uh, as they just swarm around you uh, for fifteen points of piercing damage, um, and then we will go to the top of the order and start with Ariadne. As these creatures are biting into Kaz, he'll shout out, "Oh, you get off me, you putrid dog munching toad pile of geckos!" <laughs> and Ariadne, as you go first, I will let you make a perception check. Sure. Let's start with that then. Perception is a dirty 20. Uh, you hear laughing coming from deeper in the cave. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think it would happen this fast. <laughs> Does it sound like a voice that we've encountered before or new? Uh, it sounds very similar to the laugh you heard that led you to this cave. Okay. Oh, you know what? I have a point of exhaustion. I only rolled a 10. Oh, uh, I take it back. Okay, don't hear the laughing. Okay, <laughs> totally fine. You hear, the, you hear the screeching and the flapping and cause cussing. Yep. Um, that's fine. I am going to send out a word of radiance on however many things there are on him. So they need to roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. A six. Uh, that, okay, that's a fail. So it is, what level are we? Six. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Or seven, I think. Um... 2d6. Four damage on all of them. Okay. Uh, you see a couple of these creatures, or one of these creatures that are surrounding him, screech uh, and, and kind of burn up and, and fall to the ground. Uh, the swarm remains, though. Okay. And I think as my bonus action, I am going to... Let's bring out my shadow blade. Why not? Ooh. Okay. These creatures um, continue to swarm around, cause the... Well, I guess... With where the attack came from, they will they will actually leave Kaz's space uh, and fly directly towards Ariadne further back. Um, does a 21 hit you? Uh-huh. E- yep. Uh, for 14 piercing damage, as there's more of a screeching. And it's not, it's it's lots of little, it's like death by a thousand cuts sort of a thing. Lots of right. little bites, bites and scratches um, all over you. Okay. Causes you, you kind of, your vision clears from this swarm that's been around you. Um, you would be able to take an opportunity attack if you wanted. Uh, I'll give him a, I'll give him a smack with the ukulele. I'm going to use the dagger stats. Okay. Uh, does a... I guess I probably wouldn't be proficient with my ukulele as it's not an actual weapon, so that's going to be an 11. Uh, 11 does not hit. Oh. And Sepia, it is your turn. Yeah, I'm just going to pull out the the handy uh, Eldritch Blast and try shooting some uh, blasts at these creatures. Okay. As they are literally surrounding um, Ariadne, uh, I'm going to have you roll that at disadvantage. All right, so... Oh, man. So the natural one's going to miss. Am I at the level where I get to? You do get to, yeah. All right, so the natural one misses the natural 20, so that's a good start. Uh, 19. (laughs) 19 does hit. For eight force. Okay. Uh, Another another one of these creatures, uh, actually a couple of these creatures, uh, fall to the ground as as this this beam of swampy force energy slams into them. Uh, More screeching. And Sepia, why don't you give me a perception check as well? Sure. My greatest skill. Uh, if it's not a disadvantage, it's a 22. You hear that laughter um, that Ariadne almost heard until until the dice decided otherwise. Uh, <laughs> 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 I didn't think we, this was happen this fast. I love, I love playing tricks on these people. It's so fun. <laughs> uh, and cause it's your turn. I don't hear this, do I? Uh, Is that you... the horse or... <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, cause? <laughs> Uh, Kaz, why don't you roll another perception check with disadvantage, though, because you were just surrounded by a swarm and everything. Sounds good. How about an eight this time? Nope, you don't hear it. Oh, Sepia, sorry, I got it. Hold on a second. And Kaz is going to, like, just, like, goes over. This is, this is like, you know, still at a distance, so, like, still a distance spell, but just for flavor. As these creatures are kind of, the swarm is leaving him. Like one or two of them are like stragglers behind, and he just like grabs one of them out of the air and just starts screaming in its face. <laughs> <laughs> you weasel hearted nose picking hamster smacker! And that's gonna be a wisdom save from the swarm. Uh, a natural 20. Oh my, oh god. my gosh. As it, as, it, as it sticks its tongue out at you and spits at you. I drop it to the <laughs> ground as I like, ah, dump me in the eyes! 
<laughs> All right, that's my action, and then bonus action, I'm gonna go ahead and bardically inspire um, uh, Besky. Okay, and Besky, it is your turn. So I believe you have a D8. Cool. My question about the space around us is: uh, Is there? I know that there's a couple surrounding Ariadne. Are they flying? Are they some? Are there a good portion of those creatures flying like five feet and below the ground, or no? What, sorry, like 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 five feet and lower, like five feet above the ground. Like obviously, I nothing above five feet. But is there at least enough that are yeah, like? There, it's almost like so. These are these these creatures are each one is probably only two or three inches, and there's <laughs> like hundreds of them all. Kind of, it's almost like. Um, you can't even see Ariadne, but from from foot to head, like so. So mm-hmm. some are on the ground, and they're all moving moving around each other. And- all right, uh, near a good chunk of them, I'm going to uh, just use the cantrip bonfire. Hmm. So yeah, uh, one action, five feet cube, concentration one minute. The save on it is a dex fourteen. Uh, you create a bonfire on the ground. You can see within range until the spell ends. The bonfire fills a five-foot cube. Any creature in the bonfire space when you cast the spell must succeed a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8. A creature must also make a saving throw when it moves into the bonfire space for the first time or on a turn it ends its turn there. Next. And then it also ignites flammable objects that aren't being worn. So uh, they got a 16 on their deck save as you, you create this bonfire. It's almost like this this swarm has sort of like a like a school of fish hive mind sort of thing where they just like they kind of fly up over it, mm-hmm. um, at least initially. Anything else on your turn? I don't believe so. This is just a swarm and this isn't Besky's first rodeo. So it doesn't want to cast Hex yet until okay. maybe other things happen. Okay. Uh, Ashrin, it is your turn. Um, I am going to... We haven't had a long rest, have we? No. Yes. No. Oh yeah, you have. We have. Have. Well, have. not since you not since you did your your thorn whip and um, you cast a couple of spells, so you haven't. Okay. You've you've done some stuff since you had a long rest. How close do I am I to how many creatures? Uh, it's one like massive swarm, and you're all you're all within five to ten feet of it. Right now, it's surrounding Ariadne. I am going to. Oh lord, I don't know what I can do. If I do something, I'll hurt her too. You know. <laughs> Didn't know Ashton was going to turn into a valley girl. Luck, luck. <laughs> School's having an effect on me. I'm just going to cast a firebolt. Okay. Um, roll that with disadvantage. Because you're trying not to hurt Ash or Ariadne, unless I guess unless oh. you don't care about hurting Ariadne. No, I, I mean, care. I care. <laughs> I care. I'm fine. Oh, we got an 18 and a 17. That will, Let's, yeah. that will hit. We're good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, one d10. Do you get two? Uh, does Firebolt gain more bolts or does it go up in damage? I only have. Oh, I do have two. Oh no, I only have one. Cast will two d10. Yeah, I do. Have Thanks for being on top of it, unlike me. I got... Okay, I'm not lying when I say this. I got two tens, I swear to God. Hell yeah. I'm not lying, so we got 20. Nice. Okay, uh, as as like five or six of these these fall to the ground, you can see you can see the swarm rapidly shrinking. You all hear this time, huh, what? What? They're, they're fighting? What? What is happening? They're, they're supposed to run away. They're supposed to be scared. What's happening? Uh, you also, um, who would be towards the back of your group right now? Besky and Sepia? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you see Rain. The tattoo on their neck, the dragon one, begins to glow. And their eyes turn sort of a shade of ethereal blue. And they say, I, th- I think I have to go. And they just fly out of the cave. I'll just turn to sepia and go, yep. <laughs> uh, that, that's probably fine. That's probably fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Ariadne, it's your turn. As you're surrounded by these creatures, you have a shadow blade in your hand. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to go out with a swing against one of them. Okay. Uh, where's my shadow blade? You didn't hit. It's a five. Uh, yeah. No, that, that misses. Uh, as 
Ashrin's firebolt slams in right where you were about to swing and you just hit nothing. That's fine. Um, but instead we are going to, uh, what, what should I do? Um, I am going to place a hand on my chest and it's just kind of like a flash of, of uh, white light, not too bright. Um, and I'm casting Shield of Faith on myself. That's just a plus two to my AC. Okay, perfect. Uh, it is their turn as they continue to try to bite at you um, with a 15. No. Okay. Uh, so you see them almost like like as you start to glow dimly, um, a couple are flying in towards you to bite, and they're all, it's almost like they're pushed back by this, this um, radiant sort of shield that you've just cast. Uh, Sepia. Wow. Continuing the assault with Eldritch Force. Which seems like the the best option in pretty much every situation. That's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Eleven. Eleven will not hit, and a nine will also not hit. Mm. Um, mm. This is what concern for your friends gets you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as 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 your your bolts go slam into the into the cave, you hear another another. Wait wait wait! No! Don't don't hurt! They're just they're don't hurt them. Uh, Cause it's your turn. Uh, do I hear this panic cry? Yeah. All right. We've had enough of this. Show yourself. And uh, the Miranda's loot that she gave to to cause starts to glow with arcane energy. And I'll point it at the geckos. Show yourself. And no one needs to get hurt. As I threateningly <laughs> point in, the ukulele. <laughs> roll, roll an intimidation. Heck yes. Oh, my God. With regular or commit? It's a seven. I can't, I can't <laughs> talk my way out of that. Um, yeah, there's no response. Okay. Is that an action or? No. Okay. You can still do your turn. All right. Well, I will then, uh, cast my most powerful spells and I will tell a very funny joke to these geckos. So I mean, wisdom save from the geckos. Okay. A natural 20. Oh my God. This is okay. Look, (laughs) Steven, you need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you cannot be critting on all of your saves, okay? <laughs> all right, well. Uh, roll, roll 20's really not interested in y'all uh, overcoming this encounter. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, anything else? You know, honestly, at this point, Kaz is like, that's it, and just pulls out a dagger and starts menacingly advancing on these geckos. <laughs> through having to make saves, just stab them. Okay. Uh, Besky, it is your turn. You know what? With Wild Abandon... Um, because they're still surrounding Ariadne, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what would Walena do? Obviously, just smoke some creatures <laughs> and also maybe hit someone that you love and care about. Um, so I don't mind that they're in Ariadne's thing, so okay. I'm just gonna blast away uh, two Eldritch Blasts. My bonfire is still going, so I don't know if any of the creatures ended their turns in oh, the bonfire. Yeah, it it would have. So it's, right. a, it's a deck save? Yeah, Dex 14. A 10. Okay, so they're going to take 1d8, which I'll roll. Uh, 4 fire. Uh, oh, wait. And then because I'm a thing, I wonder if it's spell attack or just anytime it's fire damage. This ability, Radiant Soul, you have resistance. When you cast a spell that does do. that deals Radiant Damage or Fire. Okay, so I have to cast it. It can't just be a fire spell that's just going. Yeah, and it sounds that like sucks. it has to be it has to be radiant damage in particular. No, radiant or fire. It's oh, radiant or fire. Or fire. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, That's but it, it has to be something that I casted. Is it? But I did cast bonfire. I did cast bonfire, so it is something casting. It's just holding though. So fine. What do you? That's that's your that's your your ruling. No, no, I I think it's because you channel your magic from celestial powers, and that's what it's and that's what that bonus is for. Like it's yeah. So I'm I'm fine with it. Okay, so uh, so that's another plus three to the so seven fire damage. Okay. Total. And then I will do my actual Eldritch Blast. So so that is 12 for the first one. 12 to hit? Yeah. Okay, so that misses. And then 24 for the next one. That one that one hits. I am going to need you uh, to roll just one more spell, like with your uh, d20 with your spell casting modifier. Okay. Uh, real quick. Okay. 18. Uh, Ariadne, what's your AC? It is currently 19. Okay, uh, so you miss Ariadne as well as the, the creature. Sweet. Uh, so one of them hits. Yeah, uh, only one, one force damage. 
to one of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this doesn't even kill one of the one of the swarm. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I, <laughs> hisses at you. Yeah, um, nine damage in a round. Not bad. Yeah, I'll take no, it. No. That is what I do. Uh, I also look over to uh, Ilya and see how they're doing. Um, Ilya, Ilya looks at you. And says, wow. It, it, I think I think you guys are winning. This is Pesky. You're so cool. Ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ashwin, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to do the same thing. Not not worrying about Ariadne? No, I'm worried about Ariadne. Okay. Okay. I'm worried about her, uh, but roll, yeah, I blast. Roll your, roll your attack with disadvantage. <laughs> Cut it, too. Uh, that's going to miss. Um, anything else on your turn? Nope. Okay, so your firebolt goes, goes flying across. Um... The, the swarm is very small. There are not a lot left. You see around, kind of a, from hiding from behind one of the rocks, this, this satyr walk out. Uh, says, wait, wait, you don't have to, you don't have to kill them. They're just, they're just supposed to, they were just supposed to scare you. You don't have to kill them. And Ariadne, it is your turn. Okay. Um, well, if you don't want us to kill them, you could call them off. Don't you think? That roll a persuasion. Sure. A five. At this well, and I was about to say at this point, since Cause has tried tried the intimidation, even though it didn't work, and there are so few alive, you can roll that with advantage. Oh, okay. An eighteen then. Okay. Nice nice. Um he goes I didn't really think of that. That's a that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, pulls out pulls out a little flute and plays it. Um Says, says, come back, come back, come back for my friends. Uh, and these, this swarm just flies to him. Uh, so, well, um, you all are different. Why are, what is, um, why are you doing, why are you here? And not, why aren't you running away? Like everyone else. That was, that was my plan was for you to run away. Well, we're not very scared by most things nowadays. Huh, huh, huh. Yeah, you would, you would have to, like, try and end the world for us to be scared at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm not really interested in ending the world. That seems bad. Um, I mean, even at this point, ending the world is kind of, like, a bit cliche. That's true, too. <laughs> I mean, we've stopped that, too, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only time that I feel something. Wait, what? Are, are, you, are you all the, that group that's, like, why magic's happening more and like like Valhadrian's getting better and stuff is that you well not to brag, is that you but uh, I, I'm gonna try and be impressive and be like oh so you heard of us yeah yeah I have heard of you I'm here I think probably because of you oh what do you mean well it for a while it was really hard to get over to the material plane I'm from the Feywilds um by the way really yeah I am I am believe it or not it may come as a surprise. I'm extremely uh, surprised. I mean, it's my shock. My face. name is Muriel. So I was just, yeah, it's easier. It's getting easier to come back. Like there's places where it overlaps. Like, like if you just go further back in this cave, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a, there's a, a portal that you can just kind of walk through. Mm. Wait a second. What part of the Feywild are you from? Um, no, I, I well, I mean, it's, <laughs> It's complicated, I guess. Uh, uh, it, the Feywild kind of shifts around and, and the magic moves. And so it's not like we're in from one place per se. Um, but I was, I was originally, um, I was born kind of right on the edge of, of where, of where Valhatrian was. Uh, but I, I don't know. If, well, I guess you would know because you are the, the group that solved this problem. Um, bad things happened there. And so, so when I was born, we, we kind of left that space. and. Um, and so we, we just kind of want, we were more wanderers, you know, follow where the, the magic takes you and such. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get right up in this uh, satyr, you said? Mm-hmm. Satyr's uh, personal bubble. And I'm oh, going oh, to stare him right and hard in the eyes. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking for any kind of, uh, I'm going to do an insight check. Not on anything that he said, all that probably is true. But I'm looking for any kind of indication that there's some kind, like any kind of like Malvaris 
Uh, okay. Corruption going on here. Roll, roll your insight. An 18. Um, there is something with an insight check. How would, how would, how would you see this? I mean, as, as a bard, I'm well familiar with the stories people tell themselves and tell each other and how the truth is often spun or lies are often spun from the truth. And the Fae just kind of talk that way. And I've been doing a lot with the Fae lately. It seems in, in this whole conversation, there's something, there's something a little off about the reason why he's like playing these tricks. Mm-hmm. Almost like the reason is forced and not natural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that we're here for the horse, right? Oh, uh, I mean, that's what I think all the people are here for. Uh-huh. Horses back there? I point to the cave behind him. Oh, I don't know. No, the horse isn't back there. Uh, okay. So you, uh, you're not uh, protecting the horse? Um, I, I'm... I guess I'm protecting the horse. Why? I was told to, I was told to keep people away from the horse. By who? Uh, that, that, by who? I don't know. I, I, I just, I remember a conversation Mm -hmm. and then I wanted, and then I'm, I have, I have to keep people away from the horse. And so I thought that I would do that by having a little bit of fun. But you don't remember who told you to keep things, keep people away from the horse. I don't. There. Uh-huh. You see him getting, like, really f- almost frustrated, like, like he knows there should be something there, and it's not. Mm. Mm. Do I sense any kind of, uh, like, magical memory wiping or charm effect around this? Uh, uh, you can make an arcana check. I shall. Of Fritzkin, Pishkin, nine. It's it's hard it's hard to say whether he got hit in the head really hard and has a concussion or magic or or what. Mm, okay. I will say because of your insight check though, it do, it does not seem like he's lying. Oh hell, I'll just cast a spell magic on him anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, I can do that. Yeah. With one of my two spell slots. <laughs> Nah, I got it. I, I, save your two spell slots. I have, I have, a, I have handfuls. Oh, oh. All right, I want to cast a spell magic on this, this, uh, this nice young man, nice young cedar. Okay. Actually, before I cast a spell magic on him, a bit rude. My name's Cause, and you? Um. Oh, my name's Muriel. It's nice to meet you, Cause. Mm. Nice to meet you, Muriel. All right, I'm gonna cast a spell magic on you to wipe away any kind of magical influence that might be affecting your motivations, your memory, or your personality. Is that all right with you? Okay. Uh, I need you to make a roll a roll a d twenty with your spellcasting ability. You got it, boss. Mm. Also, I forgot to mention. Um, actually, Besky does look well rested because I forgot I picked up the aspect of the moon, so I literally never have to sleep. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, there. Gonna cook all night. Cook all day. Okay. Uh, you watch as their eyes kind of open mm. uh, your your magic uh, enters into their mind they start kind of shaking their head wait <laughs> what uh, and then as they look at you there there's like kind of a little bit more in their eyes it was um he cast a spell on me that bastard that's who I'm supposed to trick people not is a, a bard um I don't know, singing. I look at cause. <laughs> I, I grab the center by the shoulder and I'm like, Thomas McFan. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know a Thomas McFan. Good. Uh, uh, never he, heard of him either. Uh, Wait, it wasn't, it wasn't Don Jarius, was it? Uh, you know, I, I don't actually. What do you look like? Remember him giving a name, but he does describe perfectly Don Jarius. <laughs> cause uh, sits on the floor. Thunderstruck as he's, you know, they, they tell you never meet your heroes, and he hasn't even met his hero yet, but still. It's getting closer at every step. Doesn't like what he sees. Maybe, maybe Don Jarrett's had a good reason to, to brainwash this face. And then, uh, nothing. I got nothing. I, he just, he just wanted me to keep people away from the horse because he said he needed the horse, and, and he gave me this, this flute that lets me control these friends so 
yeah, I don't, I don't really know. It seems kind of odd. Maybe it's just because he really wanted to win. I sincerely hope Don Jarius is the big bad of this season. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the character that I made Steven make up as a joke? <laughs> Collaborative world building. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hearing this, hear, hearing hearing the stage say this, Cause uh, is gonna to wants to take wants to take a look at this this flute. Okay. Uh, so here, here, here you go. All right. Uh, uh, and Cause is is looking again for any kind of like he's he's trying not to put the pieces together in his head, but he's looking for anything that might link, like this flute, Donjarius, um, Alvaris. Like you know, how does this all fit together? You know, Fearheart. Like he's. he's I would say that. There's not much you can get from the flute. It's it's a nice flute. It has some um, some magic in it that you can you can just kind of kind of tell by how mm. how nice it is. Um, it's got that kind of the way it floats in my palm it. and spins about and says, "I'm magical." Exactly. Yeah. Mm. It, it, it actually talks to you. Oh God. Um, it's an awakened flute. No. Um, stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you know Don Jarius Don? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I know him. What do you mean? How's he know Don Jarius? Everybody knows Don Jarius. I don't know. I don't. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Don Jerkius. Oh no, no, no! That that's a very unfortunate nickname that he picked up. At I, no, I, I can't stand that. No, he's no, not Don Jarius. Did he say that he wanted the horse for this competition or for something he else? Just, he just told me that he wanted to keep the horse. Keep people away from the horse and he said here's this flute and I like flutes uh, and this flute lets me make more animal friends and I thought that was also a win-win and so here we are how, how do I know him is is he found me so he found you here or he found you and I point to the back of the cave well I I I, I may like to play uh, what's I pranks on on travelers that's what i've been doing the last few weeks and he All was right. coming up to some there's like some old ruins he was coming up there and so i was i thought it would be really funny to like get him all wet while he was traveling and then he you, stopped you got Tom Jarius wet <laughs> like with a bucket of water is uh there's it, it, it was a thing and he was he was like he was like in his in his magic meanness he was like you shouldn't do that now that i'm remembering this and and i was like i was just having fun and he was like you're work for me now uh and i remember thinking no i don't but out of my mouth said okay (laughs) (laughs) so based off of that extremely detailed description can i tell what spell danger is used on this satyr uh you can make another arcana check oh my god the dice are all over the place for me it's a seven uh you you are you're pretty confident that a spell was cast on him. Definitely magic. <laughs> what ruins was Donjaris exploring? Oh, there's some just kind of north of the town a little bit. You probably saw them if you if you if you took that path in. Is there anything that we know about ruins that are to the You just you remember that there was like they were really really old. You couldn't really make out even what what they would have been. Hmm. Well, this is definitely a lot for for cost to to process how much you know his just in the last like it was like 24 hours how how much the scales have fallen from Kaz's eyes about his hero the bard of bards the minstrel of magnificence the minstrel of magnificence uh Don Jarius. and so he's he's he, this is all off him to take in he's gonna go sit down but he's he's gonna he's gonna take that sort of absentmindedly oh I can I, I can I have that back Sorry, I'm I'm in, I'm in deep mourning. Hold on a second. <laughs> sure. Um. So as you all get this information, what are you doing? I am looking to cause. Cause seems to know this guy best, so I feel like cause would might might know of a way to um lure him out or where he might go. Oh, Don. I mean, Don Jarius is like a famous bard. Cause has never met him. Is Don Jarius the like the one that you like? Because there's 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 one that you don't like, right? 
So Thomas McFan is a fellow schoolmate of ours. That's he's, the one. That's he's the just one. A, he's just a dick. Yeah. Don Jarius is like a celebrity. Mm-hmm. He doesn't guy, go to the school. He's not a student. He's like right. Yeah. He was the one who was performing at the um, right at Oddballs. Uh, yeah. I am gonna. And the other pirate friends that we we made friends? Question mark. Uh, also, like, do not like Don Jarius. No trust him. Mm. Which is uh, arguably why Paz got tossed out of the bar. I am gonna look over at Ilya to see how they're doing. She's nervous. Um, she's kind of just watching, not sure what to do, uh, but very much looking to you, like, to see what you do. Okay. Well, I mean, this is kind of Kaz's thing, and so I'm just gonna find a place to like sit with Ilya so that maybe she can calm down and like take a step back mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'll do as we wait to figure out what the, the group is doing it's like is this more is this more excuse me is this more bad bad stuff is is something bad gonna happen I don't know if anything really that bad's happening um, we haven't figured that out yet I mean this wasn't ideal but I don't think it's gotten bad yet okay okay as, as okay yeah here, 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 take take some coconut juice. And I just like <laughs> have some coconut juice. That's that's on me. That's my favorite. But I'm just like, uh, this person needs it. Yeah, she takes a sip. That's how you know you're doing well with ladies. You offer them juice. That means you're not doing well, to be honest. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so, unless you all have have some sort of plan or something you you want to do, um, you hear this whinnying this neighing um, oh yeah the horse kind of it's it's ariadne ashran and and rain had had found it earlier it's not super far from here um but the the whinnying is has fear in it definitely hurrying then definitely hurrying is this is this whinnying now that we're closer sound like the scream we heard earlier no the scream as you hear at, talking to this um the satyr you can kind of get the sense that it was their voice mm that they were trying to like lure people into this cave to scare them. Gotcha. So you're hurrying that way? Yes, we hurry yeah. towards the sound. Yep. Since, we, since we met him before and he seemed very confident, a horse that confident should not be afraid. <laughs> okay. Uh, For no reason anyway. So as you approach, you see there was this small clearing with a with a platform maybe 10 feet up where, where you originally saw Thane, this horse. It is dripping with blood. <gasps> um, the horse is dripping with blood. What? <laughs> the horse is dead. <gasps> oh. What? Wow. Oh, what a twist. Okay, this this is actually bad. You can <laughs> you can be things or sad or mad now. Ilya lets out a scream and you see this like the the tail end of a spell like kind of closing up and and you see what would look like uh, Don Jarius's cloak <gasps> and rain going through this sort of portal. And rain? And rain, blinking out of existence. Steven. Don Jarius looks back at you, says, and and you just hear, thank you. And we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Faithful Academy. What? Oh Oh my my god. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Um, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled um, 
Uh, and don't forget that if you use the code FAYFORGE on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Uh, my name is Emily Harmon, and you can find me on Twitter at Emily J.E.A. Harmon. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitter. Hey, I'm Kai. You can find me at Twitter at Stonefly underscore Kai. My name is Adelaide Garner. You can find me at OAdelaide on Twitter and Action underscore Fiction on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faithforge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.